Broadcasting live from the North Fulton Business Radio X studio, it's time for To Your Health with Dr. Jim Morrow. To Your Health is brought to you by Morrow Family Medicine, an award-winning primary care practice, which brings the care back to health care. Hello, welcome to what I think is episode 79, I wouldn't swear to that, of To Your Health with Dr. Jim Morrow. I am Jim Morrow, a family physician here in North Georgia. And I've been doing this podcast for two plus years, I guess it is. And I am just thrilled to be with you again. I appreciate so much anyone that will listen to what I have to say and to, on occasion, what my guests have to say. So today we are in our usual uh, situation, our usual cadence here. I'm in my office studio, which I've blurred the, the background of, but we're not doing video today, John, so it doesn't matter. And you can't see that when you're listening, so it doesn't matter. And my Producer John Ray is in the studio at the Renaissance Bank on Wimberd Parkway in Alpharetta. John, yep. how are you? I'm doing great. And this is episode number 80. Oh, so, is it really? Yeah. Okay. So so uh, kudos to you. I mean, it's been a great run and a great series. And we, we get great feedback on this show. So thank you for all that you bring to it every time. It, it has been a great thing for me. I must have slipped through one episode. I don't know. I remember that one. But, yeah, that uh, that must be the, the episode on sleep apnea, right? So there you go. <laughs> and uh, I have continued to be amazed at the number of people that say to me, uh, listen to your podcast on this, I want to talk to you about that or or whatever. And it's just been it's been a, a real great experience. And I'm glad that Peggy listened to you and talked me into doing this because I think it's been a lot of fun. Um, I've been starting most of these with a COVID update of some sort. I don't have a lot to talk about. I want to say two things. Number one, uh, Omicron is not milder. We're losing 500 people a day across the country to COVID. Uh, so please be vaccinated. And that's the second thing is about vaccines. There is a, a new bivalent that's called vaccine that has the original ancestral uh, RNA from the original virus and also uh, RNA from BA4 and 5, the most recent uh, variants. And so this uh, vaccine is going to help you avoid serious illness even better when you have a, an infection with one of the variants. So if you're vaccinated, I encourage you to get that uh, booster, quote unquote, with the variants. If you're not vaccinated, I encourage you to get vaccinated. I've tried to stop having the big argument with people because it just doesn't go anywhere mainly, uh, but it also just doesn't generate much of a great physician-patient relationship. So I try not to argue about it, but I hope you will get vaccinated. I think the science is clearly there that we do need to do that. So I'm very glad today that we do have a guest today, and this is a guest that John Ray uh, met and found and introduced me to, and I'm very, very glad to have Joan White from the Lighthouse Lymphedema Network in Roswell with us. Joan, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for inviting me. Well, it, it's, it was a great thing when John mentioned this to me because the problem that you're helping people deal with is something that we run into in family medicine weekly, at least. And it can be a tremendous problem. It is a tremendous problem. And sometimes it's just insurmountable. But more often than not, if people do some some different things, some of the right things, they can have a much better quality of life than what they've been dealing with. So, Joan, if, if you would take a few minutes and tell us about the Lighthouse Lymphedema Network. 
Well, it started about 30 years ago around a table in my kitchen. And we had um, three three patients, a massage therapist and a uh, occupational therapist. And we sat there and we decided that uh, there had to be a lot more patients out there. We just didn't know how to reach them because there was no internet. You know, there wasn't all this possibility for us to be able to reach out to patients. Well, eventually we have grown. We have a, um, a board now of almost 25 people. We have over the years uh, developed, we have a newsletter we send out every quarter. We have uh, a website, which we are quite proud of. And annually, we do a um, medical conference, which is for patients, caregivers, family members, and the medical professionals. And we invite speakers from all over the country and sometimes the world to come that are experts in um, lymphedema knowledge, in the lymphatic disease. And we also have what we call a bandage and garments fund because we found that there are patients that are underserved and they need to have these garments and bandages and other products to have a better quality of life. No doubt. And with the conference, I noticed in your comments here that the conference is focusing on children, your children in lymphedema camp. Uh, tell me about well, that. Well, this year, um, we decided that the children of that have lymphedema are really underserved. And so we have... Um, a person coming to explain about children lymphedema. We, there's a camp that was started, I believe, this year called Camp uh, Watch Me, and it's in Colorado. And the we actually had one of our therapists go out there and um, work with the patients. And she came back and she said it was the best thing that she'd ever done in connection with lymphedema was to help these children. So uh, we're also, we always focus on breast cancer a little bit because uh, we get a grant from It's the Journey, and this grant uh, is usually around $20,000, and this helps us to purchase uh, bandages and garments and other things for our patients that are underserved. Well, that's, in- that's incredible, and I hate to hear about any child having to deal with lymphedema. And before we get too deep into this, why don't you give us a definition of what we're talking about when we talk when we say the word lymphedema? Well, lymphedema is like a chronic medical condition that is developed from a blockage in the lymphatic system, and um, it, pre- it it's actually preventing the lymph fluid from draining well, and this is resulting in sometimes painful swelling, most often to the, like the arms from the breast cancer. And then men who have prostate cancer, you know, their legs will swell up. And I actually, my mother had breast cancer, arm lymphedema. My dad had prostate cancer, and he had lymphedema in his legs. Wow. And there's a big difference between the swelling you might get in a leg from a blockage in the lymphatic system versus a blockage in a vein. Yes. So can you make a distinction there for us? Well, some people have vascular, what we call vascular edema, and that's not lymphedema. And uh, lymphedema is part of the lymphatic system, and it's 
I think was ignored. I've because I've had it this so long, and I've gone to a lot of conferences. I believe that the lymphatic system was ignored too long, and now there's there. It's kind of like the buzz thing now to get people to do some research. I would agree with that, and I can tell you from experience with my own patients, and most people can tell you this as well that when you have a problem with the veins and the venous flow from the feet back to your body, you can lay down and prop your legs up and that can get a lot better. Right. But the lymphatic system, this consists of not veins, but lymphatics literally that are more like threads than they are anything like a vein. They're so incredibly small. And this fluid is in the tissues of your leg. Uh, People say a lot of times, you know, that once you just, lance it and get rid of this fluid Mm. and that doesn't work any more than slicing a watermelon open makes all the water pour out on the table the water is caught in the tissue of your leg is caught in the tissue of the watermelon so it doesn't flow out everywhere when you slice it open and it it takes a good bit so in treating it and i've i've seen some very very frustrated patients as i know you have with this there are several ways to go about treating lymphedema uh, can you get us started talking about uh, some of those? Well, actually, over the years, I must say that it's being treated exactly the same as it was when I first got it as far as doing manual lymph drainage. And that's a hands-on technique to move the fluid that's stagnant into a part of the body that actually works so you can eliminate it. Uh, we still wrap our legs with bandages and... Um, there is, there are doctors now, there are a few in the world, uh, say exactly like Dr. Chin at the Cleveland Clinic, who do surgery on, on lymphedema, lymphatics. And um, he's very fussy about who he does these on. You have to be, you know, qualify, and you want to be, make sure it's successful. And like you said, a lymphedema, um, lymphatic Oh, I'm going to lose it here. The lymphatic um, in your body is very thin. Think of think of like a thread. And here you've got this surgeon who is taking these threads and putting them together and trying to put them into the venous system so that it will work. I mean, it's it's just fascinating to me. It's almost inconceivable. I know the size that they're working. Well, there you should see the. It's like the microsurgery. They have the big, thick glasses on, so they can see these little threads, and um, it's fascinating to me. I think those are the same glasses that John wears to read the newspaper. (laughs) I think that. I think that's what those are. So you, we've got the the MLD the. Uh, manual lymphatic drainage. That's what most people refer to as massage. Right, right. right. It's a massage. massage. And it's not like going to a local place and getting a massage when your back hurts. It's a very different thing, but it is very targeted and it's very specific and it can be very, very effective. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong though, Joan, it's something that you have to do on a schedule. Isn't that right? Yes. You would make an appointment with a certified lymphedema therapist. I want to stress this. Don't be, patients should be going to somebody that's been certified in doing this, this type of manual lymphatic drainage. And they, their school is usually about 135 hours that they take just to learn this. 
and what I meant by schedule is you have to do it repeatedly. You oh, yes. One yes. I mean, I went one time for, um, when I first learned about this, I went to the, um, ooh, I'm having a senior moment here, to Foldy Clinic in Germany. And I was there for five weeks, and they did therapy on me twice a day. And wow. it was really effective. I would think so. The problem has to be maintaining that schedule. That's yes, got to be very, very difficult. So if we have uh, we have massage and a number of different types of compression sleeves and hose, uh, talk a little bit about if that's changed any over all these years. I really don't think it has much, but what people are doing for that kind of thing, whether it's arm or leg. Well. Over the years, that's the thing that has improved, I would say, the most is the, um, like, if you have lymphedema and you don't want to wrap your leg at night, you could wear, like, a Tribute or a Circade or, you know, there are products out there that you can actually wear that you don't have to bandage your leg anymore. And the quality of the garments is unbelievable. That's gotten a lot better. Okay. And... You mentioned something about at night. This is something that they would wear 24-7 or just during the day or just at night. How does that work usually? Well, I think you would probably want to wear it just at night and wear your garment during the day. That would be the most comfortable thing to do. Okay. So in that way, also, it's different from a vein problem. Yes. Because most people don't have to wear those when they're laying down because they don't build up fluid from the veins when they're not standing up. Other than surgeries that cause this, I know some, we mentioned children. I know some people are just born with a tendency to develop a lymphedema. They're born without the usual amount of lymphatic drainage. Speak to that a little bit, if you would. Well, we have, um, we have children that are born with inferior or insufficient, um, lymphatic systems. And um, if the if you can get diagnosed fairly early, and I think you can now, then the, pa- the patient's parents, maybe grandparents, are all trained in how to do the massage therapy on these children. And uh, the problem with children, though, is, you know, they grow so fast. So a garment may, they may be able to only wear a garment for what, two or three months, and then they're out, they've grow, outgrown it. So right. um, that's why we, are, we really feel a need to address the children this year. So the, the childhood lymphedema that they're born with is called Milroy's disease. Well, is one of inher- them. That's one is of it, the many. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Is that inherited? Um, is it running family? Yes. It, you know, actually, I knew a family up in Michigan – and they had all the, it was the father that had the lymphedema below his knees through his feet, and all their four children were born with it. So it is really? inherited. Wow. Goodness. And so many people have surgery, and I suppose the most common one that you see and that you hear about and that we see is breast cancer and having yes. swelling in the arm. and. I've got too many patients that suffer with that and they may go to a, a, a specialist around here or a massage person 
who I can't help but think is certified. I don't know for a fact because I haven't asked. But if they were to contact you, is there help for them through you that they may not be getting it? I'm going to make it real easy for them. Our website has a list of certified lymphedema therapists. Just go in there, click on certified therapist, uh, state of Georgia. You'll get as many as we know about. And outside Georgia in the Southeast, we list those, both of them. So we make, we try to, and it's no charge for these therapists to list. Uh, Mm -hmm. We, we just do this for the convenience of the patient. And they're all certified, I'm sure. Yes, they have to be certified. They have to tell us where they went to school, how many hours, and so forth. Well, what's what does the future look like in, in lymphedema treatment? Is it more of the same, or is there something out there that's magically going to help? Or what are, what are we looking at for these people? Well, my prayer is that eventually these surgeons – which there are very few in this world, uh, will be able to do surgeries um, like they have LVA surgery, which kind of takes the lymphatics into the vein, and that this will be very successful to, we can't say cure, but at least make the patient more comfortable. Maybe they won't have to be uh, bandaging, but I'm sure they're always going to have to wear a garment, and especially when they fly or travel. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of an old cookie, so I'm kind of used to doing this. And my attitude is um, do what you have to do to work for yourself, what works for you. And um, I'm hoping, I just hate it when I hear that a child is born with lymphedema. But hopefully we will have research that will eventually help these patients. I agree with that. I think that's a prayer I could get in on with, with you as well. You mentioned wraps and we didn't talk about wraps really specifically. Uh, I've had several patients that have done that and their, their big advantage that I see is that the, the compression stockings and so forth are just so difficult to put on. Oh, and but the wraps, I believe, are much easier. Tell me a little bit about that. What's a rat? A wrap. Oh, a wrap. Oh, I thought you were saying rat like the animal. I'll tell you what a rat is off air. Okay. Don't worry about that. We'll, we'll get into all that, too. Well, I have my leg wrapped right now, and if we were on a video, I could show you what it looks like. And I have to tell you, my 84-year-old husband wraps my leg uh, when I, you know, after I take a shower, he wraps my leg, and you should see what a good job he does. It's amazing, but these are, they're, they're not like, um, oh, they're low stretch bandages that we put on and, um, you multi-layer them up to make sure that you got enough pressure on your leg to maintain it. Mm -hmm. I guess that's the best way to describe it. Yeah. And I think people need to know about that because I can just imagine that people that have Probably the less major lymphedema would be concerned about the effort involved with putting on. People don't like to uh, wrap their legs. I I personally like my leg wrapped. It feels a lot better when I've got this compression on my leg. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to kick it over to John and see if John's. 
had any questions come up or any comments? Yeah. Um, first of all, Joan, you're an inspiration. I mean, <laughs> you, you, when, when we, um, found out about you and your story and how you, um, really are paying it forward to other patients and after having suffered from this, um, uh, condition for all these years, it's just, a, it's just heart warming. So thank you. Well, thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah. But, um, talk about, uh, and I want to get into the, the nonprofit here in just a second and how folks can help, but you mentioned your parents had suffered, uh, from yes. lymphedema, uh, is there a hereditary aspect to this? Are some people more likely to, to get... I've always felt since my parents had this, although my mother had breast cancer and my dad had prostate cancer, but I think there's a tendency, I have a feeling in my family for inferior lymphatics. and But my brother does not have it. My son does not have it. Uh, I don't know of any... Well, there was a cousin whose husband had it, but that's not related in my family. So, um, but I think there must have been a tendency in my family to have lymphedema. Did the Lymph- others in your family have surgery that might have caused it? Or well, my mother, well? yes. My mother definitely had breast cancer. She I mean, had your cousin uh, and your brother. No, my brother, no, my brother's never had. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is you may have exactly what you said. Right. A, a weakened, lesser than lymphatic system. And if you don't have surgery, it's not a gigantic problem. But if you do, where you might have some lymphedema, you might have a lot more lymphedema because your system wasn't quite as effective as another was. Right. Well, see, that's, a, I, that's an interesting thing too. I had um, my my appendix had burst and gangrened into my colon, and immediately after I had that surgery to remove the appendix and part of the colon, I developed lymphedema. So that's why I'm thinking there is a tendency in my family mm-hmm. to have lymphatic disease. Interesting. What what is the um? I think in in terms of just the research that we did on you and the work you do, one of the things that that you're doing beyond just raising money for research, um, is I think you're giving lymphedema patients uh someone to talk to, right? I mean that's that's that that maybe they're suffering and they don't know any other patients that have this and you're giving them a forum and and a a home really aren't you example yesterday a mother called me whose daughter has lipedema and lipedema is dr morrow have you heard of lipedema do you get a patients with lipedema that's the fat that's where you're like you have the big big um hips big legs and their feet are not they're not compromised. They're normal feet. Anyway, this mother called, and they're definitely coming to our fall conference. And she's just, her daughter's third, in her 30s, and she has what's called Noonan disease. And that's a little rare. But she is, you know, what, what does she do? She said, Medicare won't help them. She has no insurance. And she's very frustrated because she wants to help her daughter. So I gave her a couple of ideas. Good. But and you, actually, I heard that term for the very first time about 10 minutes before we came on the air. Oh. Mm. <laughs> <Just> ironically. 
Well, but, but you do this again and again. I mean, you talk to people all over the world, really. Well, before we came on the air, you were talking about a lady in Peru that you talked to. I mean, you, you well, do. Well, the lady in Peru was actually a therapist. Okay. And what we do through our Bandages and Garments Fund is, this is almost sad and tragic, but in the United States, you cannot give your products that are slightly used or outdated to a clinic in the United States. So we have a clinic in Peru and a couple in South Africa that we send these products to. Mm. Wow. Bless you for doing that. And I, I probably would understand the reasoning behind not doing it in the right. States, but it's a crying shame. It is. Yeah. Because I have new products that are outdated that I send two huge boxes just to South Africa. And there's probably not a thing wrong with them except they're outdated. Yeah. yeah. Now, one of the things that we, uh, heard about you again we we did some work research on you we are this the doctor at the cleveland clinic that you were talking about has, has said some remarkable things about you and your work and how important you are you are into the, in the research into lymphedema you know it's our whole board it's not one person i'll tell you we have the most dynamic board we have no paid staff they're all volunteers and they all have a job that they do, treasurer, secretary, make file the applications for our fall conference so they can get the, the professionals can get credits. We have people who solicit speakers. We, I mean, I just can't even brag enough about our board. Mm. They're, they're just wonderful. And when you have a board that is 20 to 25 people, that's a big board. Yeah. And we get together quarterly and have meetings and just, it's amazing what happens in these board meetings, how we just feed off each other. Well, I've dealt with enough boards and tried to create boards in the past. And I will tell you that if you've got that many people and you've got a majority of them helping out and doing the things you're describing, that comes from the person at the top because you are well, doing something to instill in these people the desire to help like that because that's not just everybody i can well i tell you usually they stay on the board until they either move or die and that's what's so sad (laughs) i feel bad you can can deflect that all you want but i'm pretty sure where that starts yeah i I think that's wonderful and the people in the area and apparently the world are very fortunate to have you working on this and i really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today and to to do this. And I know John's glad to have company in the studio because <laughs> when I can't get there, he gets kind of lonely. That's right. That's right. Well, we need to let, um, Joan tell a little bit about where folks can find more information, website, what have you. And then we're recording this show here in September of 2022. Um, you've got a conference coming up in October. Maybe you can give everyone a few details about that. Oh, we would like all of you to come. You don't even have to have lymphedema. I I just feel like it's one of these diseases that everyone should be knowledgeable about because you may have your neighbor, you may have a family member, you may have a friend that'll develop this and you can say, oh, I know all about that. Get on the website to Lighthouse Lymphedema Network and you'll find out all that you need to know. And our conference is October the 22nd. Uh, We're holding it again at what is called the Rome, R-O-A-M, at Perimeter. And this is a across from the Perimeter Mall. It's a strip 
shopping center, and the Rome is located above Old Navy. And there's an elevator right there. So take the elevator, go up, get off, and the door to the Rome is right there, and it's free parking to people. There you go. And website? You want to give a website? LighthouseLymphedema.org. Wonderful. That's great. And I do appreciate you taking the time you being here. So, John, for now, that's to your health. 